Hey everybody, welcome to the Indie Film Review. I am Jared, and with me as always is Dan. Hey Dan. Hey Jared. I certainly <laughs> hope you don't, you know, get involved in a cult and then <laughs> die and then ask me to to follow breadcrumbs to discover why you were involved in the cult in the first place. I hope that doesn't happen. Oh, it's not. Okay. It, that's not going to happen. We're just going to talk about a film, and uh, it's called Older Gods. Older Gods. Uh, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what Say- is Older Gods? Because like what you just said, I don't think was the premise. No, no. So Older Gods is about a guy who his friend dies under mysterious circumstances, and it, this is like a childhood friend. And we find yeah. out that his friend was involved in this like academic group that was like studying what they called primordial fears. And um, he gets involved with this cult that worships this deity that is the, the crux of all these primal fears, right? Or yeah. primordial fears. Yeah. And um, the cult tries to like get at him and, you know, overtake him and have him join, but he ends up. I guess killing himself and that's what leads the main character into Wales or wherever he is to pursue to investigate. In, to investigate. And um the film is basically about this guy's investigation into this cult and into this deity and into these fears and um how he's struggling with guilt the entire time like kind of an unnamed guilt like we don't know what actually happened to him but as you learn more about him you you you'll realize that he has a lot to feel guilty about right mm-hmm. so that's basically what the film is uh so this was sent to us by Wagyu Films. Holly sent this to us, yes. so uh, thank you. Very. I have to say really quickly, just really quickly, just <laughs> okay. the, the surface, the surface value that I said about this film. Like, you know, mm-hmm. somebody dies because of a cult and I have mm-hmm. to investigate. Is that not like the, the premise of Final Sacrifice? <laughs> like... <laughs> it's the premise of everything that I like, basically. Call of Cthulhu. This film. Yeah, yeah, this film has, like, all of the things where it's like, huh, do you like this, Jared? Do you like this? Yes. This is Cthulhu shit. And uh, it's are like, you it's, interested? It's, it's, listeners, you will be, um, you will be listening to this probably sometime in November, but it satisfied my spooky need. It was a Halloween movie that Ooh. I'm listening to or watching right before Halloween. It was awesome. Wait, were you watching or washing? Washing. I was washing it uh, with my it pants. It washed over you. Yes. Oh. So thank you, Japanese Meat, for sending this film. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese Meat Films. Uh, it could be uh, W Agu. W Agu. I don't. We'll gag. We'll gag you. Films. Thank you so much, Dan. What is your primordial fear? I am claustrophobic. Um, ah. I am definitely like, I can't function if I'm in an enclosed space for very long. Um, and that's kind of why I don't like being in crowds because it's not necessarily the people. It's just like not being able to like be in control of what's move. around me and move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared, what's I your... didn't realize you were going to take this so seriously. <laughs> what's your primordial fear? <laughs> Now I feel like I have to take it seriously too. 
Um, I really don't like spiders. Yeah, I don't like but spiders I've, either. I've tried to get over this fear. Nah, fuck them. By be- <laughs> becoming friendly with jumping spiders. You're insane. Because I found they're very cute. Yeah, I started following different like jumping spider pet owners and You're... watching them and. Pet owners? Wait, what? Yes, they're really cute. So you're not the only insane one here? Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Go look up jumping spiders. They're way cuter than normal spiders. Anyways, I've been trying to be nicer to them, uh, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. They still scare the shit out of me. Um, Dan. No, Jared. With this film. Have you? What's up? Have you? Uh, with this podcast. With this life that we live. With this podcast, do you feel like we've made it? <laughs> Because I feel like we've made it. Looks like we've made it. Our I'm our name. <laughs> our name was in the watermark for this film. I felt so special. <gasps> I felt so like I'm watching it and then all of a sudden it's like indie film review copy. I'm like, yes! I made it, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm here. We made it. That's right. <laughs> I actually watched this on Tubi. Oh yeah, it is on Tubi. Like once they told us yeah. that it was on Tubi, I'm like, ooh, I want to watch this on my couch. Oh, so you didn't see so, the watermark? Uh, no, uh, I did not. I did not. But I enjoyed it nonetheless. Yes. Uh, the commercials were. V- this time the commercials were very abrupt and did take you out of the film, mm. but it's not the film's fault. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like Kleenex is great. And I'm like, <laughs> I was just in like a spoop. Like I was being spooped. And now you're screaming at me about Dude, Kleenex or whatever. The, okay. Here's the question. The spoop in this movie, yeah. the spook. Oh my mm-hmm. God. How, how did you like that? So the evil entity in this, I thought was really fun. Mm-hmm. And it was an interesting take on what a monster is because it almost feels like, Oh, I can't say this without spoiling it. We'll have to wait okay, later until okay. spoilers. We'll talk more about that. But um, this film was unnerving. Again, yes, it was yes. very upsetting to watch, like in a good way. It was, it was fun. As a critique, though, I will say, I think the audio was really good. I think the camera work was really good. I liked the acting in this. I thought a lot of that was really well done. So the the villain or the monster, the entity, talks to the main character a lot. And it comes off as a disembodied voice mm-hmm. from most of the film. Um, actually, I think we maybe only see it talk like one time. Yeah. And that, that kind of bothered me. It, it was like, because it didn't feel like the voice was coming from with the character in that space. It felt very much like we are overlaying audio onto the movie, and this guy is so, talking to no one, and we're adding it later in post. I, I have two comments about that. The first is, okay, at that point, it becomes more for not just um, the main character, but the audience. Like The audience is experiencing yes. it just like he's experiencing it, and that's pretty cool. Second thing is, you gloss the fuck over sound design, Jared. <laughs> the sound design in this film is the best we've heard all year. It is really good. It is so it is really fucking good. good. So good. And I mean, if if you have to choose between like hearing everyone clearly and it sounding nice versus like making it feel more realistic, I'd rather you I want to hear. I want to hear what everyone is saying, right? So I understand that um because there's a, okay, there's a scene where a character's talking through the door 
to another character. And if they actually had him talking through that door, if they could get good audio of that, that would be really, really cool. But maybe they couldn't. I don't know. But it just, they're like, all right, we're just going to put audio over it and we'll have him talk and then back and forth. back. So like, it felt like it was coming from in his head, mm. which I guess is interesting. I don't know. That's kind of cool too. Because a lot of this movie is psychedelic. And the dreams are really fucking cool. Some of the imagery that you see in this. Dude, my favorite scene um, is that big monolith scene where like, it's an extreme wide yeah. shot of the gorge. And then this fucking huge monolith. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I mean, there's so much to like about this. I'm really, I really am nitpicking it. You uh, are. Dan, how did you... Well, that's what I do. That's <laughs> literally what I do on this podcast. How did you feel about the Cthulhu almost? It's like... Cthulhu, but not really. You know what I mean? It's like they oh. they, they edged right up to it. I they're like, kind of do our own thing. I'm all for it because okay. this is this is how I want a Cthulhu film to be. Every every film that has been made that is Cthulhu based, like trying to make Call of Cthulhu, is mm-hmm. done in the dark or using puppets or or it's just it's not good. Like it's mm. and this is this is basically Cthulhu light with the the deity, but it's the story of fucking Cthulhu. Like it's it's the it's the same beats as Cthulhu, and like it was well done, and the computer graphics are well like surprisingly well mm-hmm. done for for a little low budget indie film. Yeah, I felt like there are references to different gods. Mm-hmm. Like in that mythos in this again, I want to talk about, all right, you know what? Let's spoil it. Is there anything else? No, let's get mechanically about the film. All right. All right. Um, We're going to spoil this movie. I highly, I recommend this movie. Go watch it. Older gods. It's on Tubi. Uh, I think it's, it's streaming on other places as well. Amazon. Go check it out. Older gods. It's really good. Anyways, we're going to spoil it. Three, two, fun. Okay. Dan, there is, I, I could be wrong about these references, but I feel like the dude sitting on the throne in that picture when he's looking at some of the artwork mm-hmm. looks like the man in yellow. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and then the whole idea of... So what this god does is he is sleeping, and his dream is what reality is. And the cultists want to wake him up through violence and murder. And the more people they kill, they use them as doorways to expose the light, the light of like what's behind our reality, right? Like where the God is. And if they do this enough, they'll open the door wide enough so that he will wake up. But if he wakes up, like all of reality has gone. That sounds similar to, I think it's Azathoth. There's like a God in Cthulhu. I'm probably getting this wrong, but he is like (laughs) the mad sleeping God. Yeah. Where like, he's just this amorphous blob of tentacles that lives in space and everything is his dream. And if he ever wakes up, then like all of humanity and the universe just go away. Yeah, you're right. I'm like, that's, yeah, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, but it, it isn't just that. Like, there's more things to it, I guess, which I think is fun. Um, like the fact that doing the violence is, is new. Also like known as the blind, people. formless demon. Yeah, yeah. He's the cool. blind idiot cool god. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't call that to his face. We don't say that to his face. <laughs> no, but he's great. You're, you're he's really good at right. being like the images that they the the images of violence that they they propagate in order for this to happen are incredible. 
Like the way yeah. in which the camera shows this stuff, it it's it's very captive. Like I think what cinematography is great, but I think what sells the film is the framing of the creepy stuff because there's a lot of creepy mm-hmm. stuff and it's framed yeah. very well. And like, there's, like I said, there's certain moments where I'm just like, just filled with dread because I'm seeing what the main character's seeing. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> like, oh God. And we're going to cover that stuff in a second. Cause we got to talk about some of the, the spoops and the, and the, the creeps. But what I wanted to say is I found it refreshing that the monsters in this, which are the cultists and this like, extra planar voice that's like assaulting the character right they want you to kill them yeah they don't want to kill you yeah they, and i've they, never seen that in a movie they <laughs> they are like i forgot I'm what like they, that's fucking crazy what do they keep repeating like they keep uh, chanting something about the door yeah, it's like turn the key, open the door, or yeah. something like that. So right? they they and keep the doing it, killing. There's they keep doing that, and there's one point where like um one of the guys that's chasing him is saying that to him, and he's freaking out, and then he like he lashes out at him because he doesn't know what to do, and then he slits the guy's throat, but then the guy turns back into a human, and he has killed a normal mm-hmm. person, and it, oh my god, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, so, like, they'll hypnotize the sacrifices to go, but, like, they're chasing him so that they can murder, like, so that they're like, please kill me, I'm chasing at (laughs) like, get away from me, fucking weirdos. I just thought that was such a cool idea. Um, And then, like, the rejection of the cult. I don't know why, I guess they, like, they lose power because of it. Some shit, the shit gets, like, very Stephen King towards the end. Yeah. Where he meets his buddy and he's like, he's in his own like created safe space that is this like magic purgatory cabin and they have this conversation. I'm like, this is fucking wild, but I really <laughs> like it. This is really fucking cool. Hey buddy, okay, Dan, it's you want to talk time about? Yet. You need to go back. Um, I don't know. This is like <laughs> you got Super Nintendo. And exactly, that's what I Funyuns. thought. Like, why just fucking hang out here, bro? Like, why I don't want to hang go out back? with my wife. Oh my, my kid. god, who cares about that? You're this a father now. Rules. But he's like, but if you stay here, you'll start to forget everything. And I'm like, that's awesome. I have so many memories I want to forget. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Holy shit! Can we speed that up? Are you trying to Let's keep me go. here more? You're, you're doing great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so scary. Well, let's talk about a scary scene, Dan. That you okay? So we keep seeing this um, this tree that has a bunch of like it's drawn and it has a bunch of people hanging from it, and then we actually finally see the tree where it actually is, and that Mm -hmm. was pretty cool, like the imagery of it. But there was a scene uh, shortly thereafter where like he's like going through the woods, and he happens upon like just. A, a field of dead bodies and you're like oh my god because it's gory and disgusting and like what the fuck happened to these people <laughs> it's mm-hmm. nuts and then <clears throat> well it's like the, those crows start falling the crows too. start falling under the tree yeah that shit was fucking wild um i think the scariest part for me is when he's in his house and the guy and is he hears... harassing him from outside no it's um 
he hears like this rustling, rustling, and he goes into the hallway and Oh yeah, the his fucking buddy is crouched in the yeah. hallway and he has the bag over Dude. his head and his mouth is like breathing in and out, but he can't breathe and he turns around and looks at him and I was like, Holy shit. That I, was really good. I know it's bad to draw comparisons because every film is the same, but like that film gave me like audition vibes, like Takashi Miki oh, vibes. Okay, okay. Where it's like you know you're conf- you 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 peek around the corner and you're confronted with something that's off, mm-hmm. and it's like the way in which this guy's look, he's crouched, but the way he's being filmed and the way he's moving, it's like you is that a back? What is, what is that? Is that his back? Like, what am I looking at exactly? And that just reminded me of like that pillowcase thing from out like, we don't know what the fuck is yeah, in the pillowcase. Yeah. But and it's like writhing and yeah, shit. And that, oh, that's, yeah. that's what I felt like. I'm like, Oh my God, this is fucking horrifying. That was really good. Um, and, and on that note too, like every, I mean, we all know everything's been done, right? Yeah. It's fine. But if you can do it and you're like, okay, and do it well, and also put your spin or your take on it, change things up, kind of like what's going on in this movie, you know, like, we're we're treading, like, old gods and ancient unknowable beings, that's really fun, I enjoy that, but it's like, well, here's our take on it, you know, on our on this weird cult, and I'm like, okay, this rules, I'm into this, and the imagery is fun, and, uh, like you said, the fucking sound design is so sick it's in this. It's amazing. Like, sound design is the film. That's well, that's sure. what I'm saying. Like, I think that's another thing that sells it as like a Cthulhu substitute for me because there's so much I'll potential. Yeah, there's so yeah. much potential for just amazing sound design in the Cthulhu mythos because, like, what do older gods sound like? And this film does such a great job. It builds atmosphere. Um, the guttural voice of the disembodied god mm-hmm. like it, even though it's jarring at times it still sounds fucking great and like it's well i don't know if it's the god you, i think my it might be the cult leader well no what about the one that's not speaking english <gasps> oh yeah that thing is probably that's Jesus. that's fucking cool Jesus plus like there's this there's this voice that's very low and guttural and reverby and it doesn't say it doesn't speak English. It speaks in this weird mm-hmm. language to him, and you get the subtitles, and it, it it's like it's very um, deity like, <laughs> like it's yeah. it's like somebody talking down to you about what life means, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. So okay, this film, a lot of it is just this one character. Yes, kind of like investigating and going through. Uh, how did you feel about that? Um, I loved it. I, yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit because it's if you have more moving people in this, it, it would just it would detract from what the film actually is, right? You have like one guy mm-hmm. who's coming around. He's like, I'm going to investigate what my friend said, and uh, like we have the friend talking to us posthumously through like video recordings. And um, oh, those fucking video recordings just keep starting. Yeah. magically. By the way, yeah, and that's horrifying too. <laughs> And that shit is pretty crazy. I, he is he is slowly going mad. I'm not even slowly. He's quickly going mad in this. Yeah. Which I really, really liked. Um, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Well, I'm just saying that the more... The, 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 the people who are in it are basically the extras who are the cult. And yeah. the, the girlfriend who's also disembodied voice because we only hear her over the phone. Yep. Um, yep. I, I feel like having more people investigate on mass would would take away from the mythos of like, you know, like for example, mystery. like a, a Call of Cthulhu um, based D and D thing. Right. Mm-hmm. 
It's like you have a group of people investigating, but I, I don't know. Like it, it feels like the more parties you have, the less you're going to get away with in terms of you know showcasing the the god or the 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 antagonists. Like there's well, too much I guess for the if antagonists. More people, yeah. If there's ahead. more people, the madness seems more seems less realistic. Like really, like that yeah. many people are going mad at once. Whereas one guy is like, I gotta help my friend, and then you, you're yeah. fucking crazy now. That I, makes sense. And then if you up the amount of people in the film, then then it then it's just kind of like, well, now what are we we looking to get a body count going? We yeah, gotta like and, really make this. And a that's what that's what this film whatever. this film didn't need that. I will say though, it's not that the the two gentlemen in this film need to. Um, get more work or become models because I enjoyed looking at them quite a bit. (laughs) Oh, you. Yes, they were very handsome young men. That is true, Piercing blue eyes. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. My. Come to the cabin in the woods. We gotta investigate a mystery. Um. Yeah, so... Did you find it believable that he was going here for his buddy? To yeah. Like so figure out what happened to him. Cause at first I was like, I don't know. But then once they really started to get into his guilt, the guilt that he feels about not being there enough, even though he was, I he wish, really was I wish we knew friend. what, it, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would detract from the we, film. We do kind of know his dad was abusive and he would protect him from it. When they were young, they like the yeah, but best friends. The, but the friend references that you know you're harboring this guilt and it wasn't your fault. So it makes me feel like there was a big thing that happened, like a big event, mm, and we maybe. don't quite ever know that. But um, you know, you have this this main character. He's struggling with every guilt, not just the guilt of um, you know his friend, but like he's coming to dad, and he's like, you know, he's gonna be struggling with with guilt all his life essentially. And it's all about how he is manifesting it, I guess in this, this strange cult or managing it. And yeah. because he's creating new guilt by leaving his, his exactly, job exactly. and his wife his pregnant wife to go take care of not even his friend, but just figure out what happened to his exactly. friend, where he failed in that relationship. He could be breaking other relationships. And there are scenes where like, he is calling it. They don't even show this. It just happens off screen where he had called his wife and like broke things off with her or he fucked up everything at his job, but it's the cult doing this. Right. Yeah. But they think it was him. And I'm like, well, was it really him? I don't, there's a, there's an element of you're not sure if this is really just going on in his head or if it's real or not. That's the best part of the film. That's Cthulhu. I mean, that's the older guy. That's really fun. Because someone does die, but they never find a body. They only find a bunch of blood, and he's got cuts and blood on him, too. So it's like, it could be him. You don't really know. Uh, it's pretty wild. Oh, I wanted to bring up, I really like the scene where the cop comes to investigate. And he's like, you know what? Uh, we'll see what we can do. I'll be looking around. And he's like, oh, wait, can I see your ID, your badge? To make sure he's actually he's like, a cop. A cop. And then And he stands there. And waits for the longest time to answer him. And he's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. <laughs> he doesn't show him. And it I was, was like, oh so my good. God. Cause like what that does is it, it makes oh, you, it makes you paranoid. paranoid. Yeah. 
It's yeah. it's awful. Yep. It's yep. Uh, I love it. Awful good in a good stuff. way. Awfully good. Let's talk about the 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 cult leader. And okay. how he um, doesn't have a lower half of his face. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That he was takes so off his cool. bandages. That was amazing. Yeah, and they do a good job of like, kind not showing his face fully yeah. at any moment. But that makes him even like creepier and yeah. more fun because he's just he's just nasty. He's so nasty. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I liked him shit talking. Uh, the main character at the end and be like, don't disappoint us. Oh, you got to open doors, baby. Get out. It's, it's, it's all about that ABC. Always be killing with the C. Ah, yes. <laughs> open this door. I have such sights to show you. Yeah, dude. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, Jesus. And like the people who get killed, they're like enjoying it. Ugh. I don't know. I guess they might be hypnotized. I'm not sure. Massacre. Um, okay. Final thoughts. And I want you to think of any, because like we've been really praiseworthy on this film. Can you think of any criticism at all about this movie? I guess legit criticism. Like you don't have to make something up. <laughs> Am I want to do, to do this? Uh, do I do this no. a lot? Um, no, no, no. <sighs> if you can't think of anything, it's fine. No, like okay. So the narrative—it's eighty-one minutes long. It's not very long. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is one that would probably benefit from more backstory or yeah. more more mythos. Like I, I guess. I think that's what I missed. I, I I think there could have been more mythos or like more more foray into what the mythos is, um, what the god is, because like we don't get that much aside from what the 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 friend says in the video recordings mm-hmm. and what we can glean from the, the drawings that are made. Right. Yeah. So I I guess yeah. the the big criticism is there's more time in the film or more time for more film to talk more about the cool stuff. For me, there are two different things I can think of. One, very nitpicky, is the intro. With, there's this guy getting sacrificed by the cult leaders. And the cult leaders, they have these masks on them, but their eyes are cut out. I think it could have been a little scarier if you never see... Like, they just have masks or something to cover their faces completely. So you never see them. Like, remove the human element from these guys. And I think that would be a little creepier. Um, also, for me, I don't know what it was about that opening scene... But it, like, put an impression in my head. But then when we actually got to the film and he's, like, at the cabin and everything, it, I, like, everything looked, cl- like, cleaner. I don't know. Everything looked, like, a yeah. certain way. It felt like maybe the the intro was filmed on a different camera or I could be wrong. Or the camera could uh, just be not good in low light or something because there was, it was a know. very dark scene. I don't know. I'm not sure scene. what it was. Um, uh, and then the other thing is... The whole expedition thing that his friend went to I go wanted to know more passed about away. That. that could have been the intro. Yeah. Like, we could have had 10 minutes following him. That would have been cool. And then, you know, like, him dying, like, him getting fucking suffocated or him deciding to do that. And then us not understanding what the fuck is going on, like right? Like Mickey Hardaway, Like, that yeah. could have been really fun. Uh, hell yeah, dude. But yeah. Uh, these are nitpicks, not necessarily. I will needed, say, just I forgot to bring this thoughts. up, but my favorite scene in the movie is whenever um, his car alarm ended. <laughs> no, whenever his car alarm is going off, oh. and he goes out in the darkness with a knife, 
And the whole time the car alarm is going off, this like first of all the sound design was amazing because it's a fucking car alarm, and I fucking don't want to yeah. listen to it. But the way in which it's filmed and the way in which it sounds, like it was oppressive, it was annoying, it was disheartening. But the whole time you were like not caring about it because he wasn't caring about it because he was freaking out mm. because he thought he was being stalked by somebody. So the whole time yeah. you are like just cacophony of sound that you just don't care about because you're in it with this dude and you're like oh my god just to fucking survive the night bro (laughs) come on and one of the coolest shots in the film is they do a drone top-down shot of him with the flashlight looking around and it's centered directly above him yeah and you just see the what the light sweeping across the darkness it's so good that was really really cool i like that a lot all right Dan, you do plug now. Guys, you can find us on Instagram at Indie Film Review Pod. You can email us at theindiefilmreview at gmail.com. We're also on threads. Just find us on Twitter and go to our threads. Um, <laughs> and we'll put you to bed. That's it. Yeah. Find us on Twitter and go to threads. Then we will put you to bed. Put you to bed with the knife. Door will open. <laughs> Here comes the light. Wee! Our God is kind of fucked up. Uh, thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. If your God wants you to stab people uh, to open doors, let him know there's always a window. All right. And uh, he needs to relax. <laughs> Play some Nintendo. Uh, thanks again. Appreciate you. Dan, final words. You know, when one door closes, another door closes. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I want to listen to podcasts, but there are so many out there, and it's hard to know what's good. Well, my friend, it is not as hard as you might think because Necropodicon has you covered. They've got movie reviews, horror shows, games, comedy, and improv, so all you gotta do is head on over to Necropodicon.com to find your new favorite podcast. Yeehaw! Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.